Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back to the show, 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved, it's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. And Damon, let me tell you what's on my mind. <laughs> so last night, the, uh, it wasn't even just night yet. We'll say like mid-afternoon toward into the evening. Scott Rowland was elected into baseball's Hall of Fame. And uh, he just sneaked through the threshold. He had 76.3% of the ballots. You need 75%. So he got eligibility in his sixth year on the ballot, which is great. I, I, I was happy for him. Started as a Philly, played most of his prime as a Cardinal, and then back end of his career played for Cincinnati. And he goes down in history as one of the best third basemen to ever play the game. Not only just defensively, because that's where people tend to attribute most of his success to. But he also came up clutch in a lot of different moments offensively. He was fifth in war among third basemen. He had eight gold gloves. That's fourth among corner infielders. And I shouldn't say corner infielders, the third base side of the bag. He was NL Rookie of the Year. He was a World Series champion in 2006, and a seven-time All-Star, which, of course, All-Star voting can be totally uh, based off of fan votes, so I don't want to attribute too much into that. But Scott Rowland made the Hall of Fame. And then, I, instead of seeing congratulatory messages, <laughs> people went straight to... Oh, I don't think if Scott if we're just throwing bo- or like we're just get, handing out candy now like baseball Hall of Fame is like hey, oh, who's, you want a Jolly who's, Rancher? Who's, whose voice oh, is that, Drew? Now whose voice is that? The general public. <laughs> so I get a text from from Mike Sauter after like two minutes after. Here we go. Scott Rowland gets into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he goes, "Well, if Scott Rowland can get in, Mark Grace can get in," and I'm like. Oh my, can we stop? Hang tight. Hang tight. <laughs> this is not a Andrew hates the Chicago Cubs and he's attacking Mark Grace because I think Anthony Rizzo's a phenomenal player. I thought Chris Bryant was a phenomenal pr- player. You're there still all in on Ryan Sandberg? <laughs> still all in. So it, it's not a, oh, well, Andrew will never say a Cub gets in. Scott Rowland was a much better player than Mark Grace. Much better in all categories except for hitting. Mark Grace was the better hitter. No doubt. No doubt in my mind Mark Grace was the better hitter. But I'm seeing things like Scott Rowland, a Hall of Famer. Sorry, don't see it. It truly has become the Hall of Very Good. Um, I'm seeing things of Scott Rowland has one top 10 finish in MVP voting. He finished fourth. Josh Donaldson at least won in MVP. Josh Donaldson, he's still playing. (laughs) 
Um, and then I'm seeing things uh, about Mr. Mark Grace of saying, well, if you're going to put Scott Rowland in the hall, you might as well put Mark Grace. He had 407 more hits in his career. One less season, struck out 768 less times. Yeah, he was a great hitter. But uh, he was not every bit of the defender that this guy says. <laughs> Scott Rowland, he, he changed <laughs> the game defensively. He made outstanding plays more times than not. He has this, a similar amount of errors to, to a guy like Nolan Arenado. Like season-wise, if you look at Nolan Arenado's errors, that's Scott Rowland. Are you going to tell me Nolan Arenado doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Defensively, Scott Rowland did plenty to get into the Hall of Fame. And offensively, he did enough to get that vote. Mark Grace, Mark Grace fell off the ballot. Mark Grace didn't even get 5%. He couldn't even stay on. <laughs> Scott Rowland has been trending upward. He had the trajectory to get to 75%. Uh. And you're going to tell me Mark Grace, who couldn't even get, what, like 12 votes to stay on the ballot, deserves his spot too next to Scott Rowland? We're going to compare apples to oranges? <laughs> Listen. I love it. I, I, I really, really, really do. Are you one of those people like Jeff Kent? Or are you one of those people that's because you love baseball, right? And you're not afraid. We, we went into war and jobs. Oh, speaking of, let's talk about war with Scott Rowland and Mark Grace. <laughs> Ever wonder what the difference of 20 looks like? <laughs> Sorry, continue. Are, are you worried? And I don't know if baseball will ever get away from this. Although the analytics have changed. Are you worried about baseball being too stat-driven versus what did my eyes tell me? Mm -hmm. Because there are certain benchmarks and metrics that I think you have to meet for, you know, positional players. That really, and I had this conversation, this was years ago, it was basically centered around Don Mattingly, right? You know, the nine good years and didn't have the power corner, the power numbers for corner infielders and things like that and not having done it long enough. And coincidentally, you know, Todd Helton is one of those guys that's being mentioned the very same kinds of things about offensive production versus um having comps because base the baseball hall of fame is it's all about comps it seems like right and we get into like war and jaws where you know and kent went all and i'm now full disclosure i'm not a jeff kent guy right i jeff kent was one of those guys that was really really hard for me to cheer for when he became a dodger because he was a giant for so long but i think he's a four-time silver slugger award winner he's five-time all-star uh, I think he's got a 123-plus OPS. I mean, I know I'm close, right? So, but he was going back and forth. It's only because my sister's in, in California, and she's a San Francisco Giants fan. Texting back and forth with the San Francisco Chronicle about he worries about what's going on with voting because it's too stat-driven. What else is there in baseball where you can give these kinds of linear arguments like the litany that you just went through to defend Scott mm -hmm. Rowland. And I know it was grace that got you started because I think it's also – I'm with you. I think, 
I don't know if that was Google, that was on the Google search, but I did I couldn't realize I didn't want I was wondering why that was the comp. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I think, it I think I think it's Twitter. more valid for me to talk about my Beltran for and Reggie yes, Jackson. My buddy, which I've gone ham my about. He's a Phillies fan, right? And he's my age, so, but he's not like dive deep into baseball. He texted me after oh, Scott Rowland got in and saw some, some certain comps, and he goes, "Hey, who's Mark Grace?" <laughs> He said, who's Mark Grace? <laughs> the greatest slump buster you, ever. You don't say any – if you heard the name Scott Rowland, you wouldn't say, who's Scott Rowland? <laughs> who's I, Mark Grace? No, I, 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 don't, like, think, oh, I, I don't think you'd say, who's Mark Grace either, but I kind of get it. I, I, kind, of, I, I kind of Let get me tell it. you, here's some stats for you, DB. Third baseman with 1,200-plus runs and 1,200 RBIs. Um, this is modern era since 1900, minimum of 60% of games at third base. Um, the names on this list are Adrian Beltre, who will be on the ballot next year, mm-hmm. George Brett, Chipper Jones, Eddie Matthews, Brooks Robinson, Scott Rowland, Mike Schmidt. I forgot that George Brett, Chipper Jones, Eddie Matthews, Brooks Robinson, and Mike Schmidt aren't in the Hall of Fame. So um, that, that's, that's why Scott Rowland is, is, shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Either. See, get, oh, you, get oh, your guy. Oh. Oh, wait, that's right. All five of them are in the Hall of Fame, too. What are we talking about? Who's Mark Grace? Thank you. Thank you, Shanner. He struck me as a guy that... Gracie? Yeah, Grace struck me as a guy when he came in, like the Chicago Cubs were trying to put er- put everything on his shoulders, you know, after after Ryan and all that kind of stuff, and after, after that air, towards the next era, and it didn't really pan out the way they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's Mark Grace? <laughs> who's Mark Grace? I just and I'm not. I'm I not, I'm, not I'm, believe, I'm, I'm with just you, looking DB. on it on the outside. Chicago Cubs fans, don't don't hate on me, please. I I'm with you. I could not believe the comp is what we're talking about is Mark Grace to Scott Rowland. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you're gonna use Grace, then I think you should use Mattingly. But. I mean, that's just me because Grace was – Grace basically – what was he, wouldn't 80? Wouldn't you want to comp the same position? Like, wouldn't you want to do that? Well, I think sometimes corner infielders get lumped together. But third base and first base are completely different spots. Your I first underst- baseman rests normally a traditional power hitter. I understand. That can also flash the leather. I under- At third base, you are primarily defense. Now you have to be able to pick it. But good, but good, but good teams – Yeah, too. good teams don't have third basemen they can't hit anymore. Because, I mean, just look at some of these right. teams' lineups and, like, where the prowess is in, in baseball. It's like – Positionally, like the way that analytics has gone, has gone is certain positions have to produce certain offensive numbers statistically to give your team a legitimate chance to win. There are only so many Arizona Diamondbacks or Tampa Bay Rays, excuse me, that can defy some of those offensive statistics per position and still win meaningful baseball games. Do you know what I mean? So I think third base has become one of those positions. Heck, it's a lot like shortstop. Like, it's no longer an excuse to not be good offensively as a middle infielder. Any position. So, like, or, or, think about it. Any position you have to produce offensively. Well, but I also think it's different, though, Drew Down, because now when with swinging and missing being so acceptable, that I think, is true. I think you just you that just have true. to be able to hit balls hard, mm-hmm. right? I, it's, it's like it's either hit at four hundred feet it, or strike out. Yeah, which I'll never subscribe to. You know right, I, didn't subscribe I to that? still believe in productive. You know who, I still you know believe in productive outs. Subscribe to that either. 
Even though he struck out a ton, Scott Rowland. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. Who's Scott Rowland? I can't wait to a pitchers and catchers report. I don't know if our listening audience will be all in on baseball. But I know these two guys will be. Who's Scott Rowland? I didn't even get to half of the things I wanted to talk about. I, I don't even know who Shane Schillerberg is. <laughs> Funny. Nice shirt, though, by the way. Hey, thank you. It's fading. I got it when Scott Rowland uh, first made his way into the league, apparently. Well, thank, thank you, Mike Sauter, for that segment. <laughs> hey, Brian Christofferson, we're talking to you next.